0: Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. We pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for sending your Son to show us that life is more than food and the body is more than clothing. Lord, we thank you for the hope that we have in the thing that never fails the thing that cannot be taken or stripped away from us as we have inherited it through holy baptism. We would ask this day that you break your word small, fit for our consumption. In your name we pray this. Amen. Throughout my adult life, I've tried to make it a practice to do at least one uncomfortable thing a day. And sometimes it's more than one, and sometimes it's just one. And you can put me in front of a thousand adults, ten thousand adults, and I will be comfortable and fine and feel confident, but if you put me in front of ten kids especially ones as theologically adept as ours that apparently mean that I need to come up with new material, then I feel anxious. We have those things that draw on our anxieties, our insecurities, those things that we worry about. And if you wrestle with what that might be, the best way to kind of discern that would be to ask, what keeps you up at night? What is that thing or those things that you wake up with in the middle of the night that stirs you to restlessness so that you cannot fall back asleep without having to first get up and do something different to change gears? What do you lose sleep over? Jesus turns to his disciples today in our reading. And having already taken the first steps towards facing his feet, Body and his face, as scripture tells us, towards Jerusalem as he begins his journey to the cross. He talks to his disciples, both the 12 together with the 72. And he tells them three words Do not worry. Life is more than food and the body more than clothing. What do you lose sleep over? Our ministry has been poised and waiting for action long enough. And we do really well with the things that are entrusted to our care and maintaining those things, but sometimes maintenance can actually get us hung up. And I'm using that phrase with great intentionality because as we consider our reading for today, and the way that Jesus reminds his disciples of where their treasure lies, He says, provide yourselves with money bags that do not grow old. With a treasure in the heavens that does not fail. Where no thief approaches and no moth destroys. You see, what happens in those days as Jesus is speaking to the people is that they were all about status. And for them, status meant that you bought the expensive things and then you made sure that they stayed nice. In other words, it's like buying a fancy dress or a fine suit and then only saving it for the special occasions. You know, those times when you go out and then people can actually see how good you look in it. But up until then, we keep it hung up safely in the closet so that it cannot get stained or ripped or worn. We protect it from ruin and damage. but see then it's a double edged sword because what would happen is is that they would accumulate this stuff these things that would somehow exhibit their status amongst the people around them and they would worry about it being damaged and then they would hang it up and then there was the added worry of the moth You know, those things that we put the mothballs in the closet for so that when they come, they don't eat holes in your clothing. Or in Matthew, it talks about things that rust. When it's set aside and not used, and it's hung up or it's just put away, And then it rusts and begins to be devoured by moths. And see, this is why we can't have nice things. Because no matter what we do, it's going to get used, it's going to get broken, or it's going to get eaten. We can't win. And guess what? It's the way it's supposed to be. Because there is nothing permanent on this side of eternity outside of Christ. Everything else falls apart and it breaks or it dies. But these are the things that hold us back and bind us down. You see, Jesus is speaking to His disciples to prepare them for what is about to come to be the church of Acts. To be a church on mission. To be a church that is no longer bound by geography, but instead by the Gospel. And the Gospel does not exist outside of flesh. So he says, do not worry. He says, look at the ravens. You see how God takes care of them? Look at the lilies of the field. You see how God clothes them? And if God takes such good care of the grass that is gorgeous today and then thrown in the fire tomorrow, then how much more does he take care of you? And then he adds a little dig there. Oh, you of little faith. Do not worry. As we follow Jesus, we are called to a robust and dynamic discipleship. In other words, we only sit still long enough to catch our breath, but not long enough to get mothy or rusty. So you're called to be active and a part of something We have a Bible study for women that meets on Thursday mornings. If you are a woman, you can join that Bible study over at 12100. I can't believe I goofed that up. 12100 on Old Seward Highway. And they've got a whole room reserved over there. So there's plenty of space. Gentlemen, we have men's breakfast that begins again starting in September, and that's every first and third Saturday of the month. And if you have a reason to not eat, share it with me. (laughs) Otherwise, there's no excuse not to be there because you still got to eat breakfast. We have Bible studies that take place during the week. For our students, we have junior high discipleship. We have VBS during the summer. And if there isn't something here for you, let's start it. Because there's no excuse for why we aren't active in a part of something. The landscape of ministry in Alaska is changing. And we are part of it. In the last five years, the average age of the pastor in Alaska has been cut in half. Not joking! And a couple of those guys are on their way to retirement. Jonathan Rocky retires from St. John Palmer on the 25th of this month. We are in a different season of ministry. As the Northwest District was up here last week, they were reminded of the Now Start initiative that they challenged the congregations with, where over the course of the next five years to have five new starts here in Alaska. Five new starts here in Alaska. So I would ask, what are we going to start? We know that there are needs here in our community. For those that don't know, Parachutes, the ministry for at-risk youth that was over on Lake Otis, they closed their doors at the end of July. So, now where will these youth go? Where will they find a place to belong? We know that there is a need for affordable short term housing for those reintegrating after treatment or incarceration or those in Anchorage for medical care. We live within the bounds of an incredible school that is full of families trying to figure out how to be parents in today's world. We are looking to establish opportunities like Oktoberfest that's coming up in the fall to cultivate community and belonging. You see, this congregation as the unique gift of being endowed with skill sets and passions and experiences for doing things that are natural pathways to mentoring and discipleship. Do not worry, we are called. To place our hope in things of heaven and not in things of earth. Which means that there isn't an excuse for why we are held back. And we can't turn and say we don't have enough money for that. Because God doesn't have a money problem. His church might, but God doesn't. We're called to pursue financial freedom beyond dependency on straight offerings or a better way to say it is how are we using our stuff our treasures to move in ministry in the holy spirit rather than being bound by the things that we like to place in the closet and keep hung up so that they are safe and sound and don't get damaged See, inevitably I'll get a new suit and then I'll wear it and I'll be all excited to wear it because, man, it looks good. And then my kids will come up with donuts. Daddy, daddy! Donut icing all down my pants. (laughs) Great, I've worn it once and it's getting dry cleaned. And I love it. I wouldn't have it any other way. How can we embrace opportunities to creatively fund ministry through returns on investments within our own community? You see, these are all ways that we are called away from being mothy and rusty and of men and instead into the adventure of following Jesus. Life is more than the pursuits of moths and men. Life with Christ calls us to fellowship within His body. Things like the Connect meal that takes place after worship every single Sunday. So if you leave here hungry, it's your own fault. And if you leave here without talking to anyone, that's your choice as well. But you would rob us of the opportunity to get to know you better and share in life with you. Life with Christ calls us to acts of mercy and works of service and generosity with what God gives. And to cultivate a legacy of living without the concerns of moths and men so that God always gets the glory now and forevermore. Amen.